ever seen grace stronger than death? You're looking at it right now, Holy Spirit. Grace is stronger than death. Grace, Shaba, <laughs> stronger than the grave. Grace, 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 grace. The energy of the throne of the living God. Be magnified to all your hearts and all your minds. We thank you, Father, for it. Without grace, no one's mind will ever be transformed. Without grace, there will never be another soul saved on planet Earth. Without grace, there's no great awakening. Without grace, there's no new heavens. Without grace, there's no new earth. Without grace, there's no acceleration in the glory. Without grace, there's no joy or happiness or eternal life. I think we need to really get into grace. And I'm not talking about the dumb counterfeit theology that just gives you information about grace. That couldn't be more opposite from real grace, which is the throne of Jesus Christ. The throne of grace. That's where all the power is. Real grace that the Apostle Paul was ministering, that I minister, is the energy of the river of life that energizes your hearts and minds to be glorified by the Word of God. Grace produces repentance. False grace does not produce repentance. The word repent means to change your mind or to return to the high place, to repent, like the penthouse. The city on the hill, heavenly Jerusalem. To return with all of your mind to the high holy city where Jesus Christ's throne of grace is right now. Repent. Going from glory to glory is having your mind experience greater degrees. And they are absolutely and positively degrees of glory. Your mind some people's minds have so much darkness in that they could never listen to a Joel's bar. They could never handle this kind of glory ministry. Some people are so full of darkness that the light makes them feel like they're physically dying. So, you gotta just... Some people give them grace from a distance. And this whole throne of grace runs through the whole world, but the closer you get to the throne the more your mind experiences it. So, I've been going from glory to glory for almost 18 years, and every little step and degree of glory moving forward has been by the renewing of my mind 100% of the time. And it's always to get my mind in agreement with the Word of God. That is what grace does. It's the energy of Christ towards your hearts and minds that gets your minds in repentance or returning to the high place to agree with God's Word. The only reason why there's death and hell and poverty and sickness and disease and religious slavery everywhere is because their minds don't agree with the Word. <laughs> a brain of information is literally a ball of death. 
a person who spent their life in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil has never even known the glory. Day one salvation is the glory. I tell you the truth. When Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, they were kicked out of the glory. Their spirit died. But their bodies continued on for several hundred years in the residual residue of the glory that they gave up to Lucifer. Okay? Through Jesus Christ, our spirits enter the glory. Now the cherubim of the glory guard our spirit life. Problem is, so few develop their spirit life, they get into the wrong tree in the garden and develop information in their brains and kill themselves. Christianity has nothing to do with information for your brains. It's so deceptive. God was reminding me about the serpent in the garden. He was more deceiving than all the other animals. Of all the fallen angels, Lucifer was the most cunning and deceptive. To use all the knowledge of good to lead them astray. He doesn't use the knowledge of evil. Everyone knows that's wrong. But what, what has led the Christians almost entirely in the planet, hundreds of millions of them, astray is the knowledge of good. Information that's true that feeds their brains. So there's no spirit life development. There's no tree of life growth. The tree of life is your spirit. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is your brain. Truth, anyhow, Ask the Holy Spirit. Everything I'm saying to you is from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as direct revelation. And you might need a lot more grace to change your words and change your minds to agree with this word, but as you do, you'll experience greater glory through your minds. And that's the whole point. And until we have a group of people in the exact same degree of glory on earth as it is in heaven, As the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of glory, we still have a lot of progress. We still have a lot of growth to do. And it's fun glory growth. I mean, seriously. I'm only threatening you with a good time. (laughs) Amen. It's time to get into throne room glory. It's time to live in the eternal joy. The joy of salvation. The joy of the tree of life restored not just to our hearts, So we have fire insurance. But developing our minds in eternity while we're on earth is the entire point of true spiritual ministry. And you guys got to get it. Penny's getting it by grace. The acceleration of grace this season is helping everyone come out of religion. And you really don't realize how much you've been ripped off in church your whole lives until you get into throne room glory and realize oh my God, I might have burned 20 years of my life in that building. What? Oh, I had no idea this was available on earth. And it is shocking up. The goodness and the glory of God is shocking. Most people can't handle it. And they got to stay in the false protection of the church walls. And it is. It's a false protection of church walls and it's a false protection of church pastors. It's not God's plans for the Christians. In the final quest series in The Call by Rick Joyner, the churches were jails. All of them. 
because there's no churches in heaven, but we pray this prayer in our churches on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in order for that to happen, you have to escape your prison systems of churches. (laughs) Even your best churches that receive the glory are jails in contrast to living in open Eden paradise, which I already live in, and I'm just trying to get everyone to be like me, just to be sons of God, mature ones whose Father is the living God, beaming with heavenly Jerusalem through all their souls constantly. Pioneers of the promised land are what have gone ahead of the entire bride of Christ, I tell you the truth. The sons of God in this generation are pioneering eternal promised land, joy and peace in all the earth. This is the generation that inheritances... In there, Shaba, man, I'm drunk. That worship time is so drunk. Inheritances, holy ghost. I don't think Penny could help me either. Inherits the promises. I know what word it is. Come into this glory and start talking good. Oh my God, it's people don't even have a grid. We're good. Do you no, get, no, they don't have a grid. They don't have a grid. I know and because they, I, and, we do. And they end it. up judging you for slurring your words. <laughs> They'll judge you for and everything. No and, and they're in dark. Their minds about. are in darkness. You no got to get your mind renewed. The substance of the life of the glory light of the bright morning star is when you begin learning the real gospel. We see so much information spread around, but it's not about information. Christianity has nothing to do with information. Almost nothing. It's not about knowledge. It's about life. Knowledge is Satan's tree. We're about the glory. That's the life of Jesus. We're about the glory. That's the life of God. That's the Spirit of God. The Spirit of glory. you got to change from knowledge to life. Otherwise, you'll die. And you'll actually accelerate in aging and accelerate in dying as the Christians start to get glorified and start really getting into the tree of life. Because a lot of people have wanted this for their spirits, but there's hardly anyone on the planet teaching tree of life education. And at best, it's mixture. At the best, glory teachers, there's mixture. There's still control, there's still churchianity, there's still politics, there's still playing games. You gotta really press yourself into perfection. And really, just look at the situation, look at the Word of God, look at the book of Revelation, look at what's available in the New Covenant, look at what we say every day, take it seriously. Because it will set you free on a level of freedom most people don't even know is available. If we're pioneering promised land, heavenly Jerusalem on earth, I'm telling you guys, we must raise the standard and look at these things. A lot of people aren't looking at these things. A lot of people are just looking at religion. A lot of people aren't taking it seriously. I know because I look at the numbers. I look at the masses of millions of Christians. And they're mostly completely clueless. I know because if you look at the ministers, you always want to measure the glory by how much joy is being expressed on their face. How much joy is being expressed on their face is the measure of glory that the ministers walking in. And those are the leaders of thousands and tens of thousands and millions of churches. 
And if the leaders aren't in continuous joy, their souls and their minds haven't even entered the city gates of heavenly Jerusalem yet. Which means they have almost no true anointing on their lives. Because the only anointing of the Holy Spirit there's ever been has been the anointing of joy. Until the leadership in the body of Christ switches to those with the most joy, you won't be led anywhere as Christians. Because joy on your faces is the glory. Enter the joy prepared for you. <laughs> and I look at how people react. They're like It's like their personalities are still in darkness. I mean, you can't get a, a smile out of their faces talking about the wonders of heaven. I mean, the uncontrollable laughter of heaven... Or the love of God. Or the love of... It's not even oh, yeah. known to Jesus, their personalities. Jesus loves me, I know. <laughs> yeah, there's no real substance of glory in their minds. And the leaders... So, And I know that all I walk in is continuous glory and joy. So I know when I look at the people listening to this broadcast and they're not walking in the same thing, you have to be entertaining other people's words in your minds in order to not walk what I'm walking in. You must be mixing Joel's bar teachings with other people that don't walk in joy and abundant life. That's the only, Because if you listen to my words, you will have my experiences. That's the whole point of yeah. ministry. Yeah. That's the only reason we minister to, to replicate and to magnify what the sons of God are walking in. The Apostle Paul says, I pray that you would all be like me and follow me as I follow Christ. I mean, if you're not a leader walking in the glory, walking in joy, you're just killing people with religion. And the Lord will deal with you severely. You're blocking the people from entering heavenly Jerusalem with their minds. Just don't even minister. And then look at what you're allowing to come into your mind and what your heart is meditating on to cause you to not have the abundant joy that's always available to us. We should be the happiest people. The viewers of this broadcast should be the happiest, most smiley people in the world. And if that is not happening in your life, it's because you're mixing my words with liars. And Satan's still stealing every good thing from your hearts and minds. Cut out the other words. And if a person walks in an incredible amount of joy, eat their words too. Because every word is a seed. The sower sowing seed, Jesus Christ's parable, is him sowing his words into people's hearts. Jesus only has joy or glory to sow you. He's the king of glory. That's the only thing I will ever sow into your hearts. If it's not being produced through your minds, it's because Satan still has access points into your heart and you're believing his lies and receiving his words and one fly spoils the perfume and one fox ruins the vineyard. So look at your heart. Whose words besides mine are you allowing to come into your heart and eat all the good things of heavenly Jerusalem from your life? Because you should be the happiest, most blessed people on the planet. And there's grace to drown your hearts and minds to make that happen. And maybe you just don't agree with me and you just watch Joel's bar because your heart knows it's the truth. 
but your mind just disagrees with everything I've ever said. We've seen that before. It's astounding how the mind can be like a gateway that just shuts down any chance of repentance, which is a changing of your words. So I need the grace of God to be like breaker anointings of crashing waves every day in stronger grace to shatter these minds of sin, to shatter these minds of rebellion, to shatter these minds of religion, these unrenewed minds that steal everything good from God in His Christians' lives. (laughs) It's true. Until the sons of God can drown all the 666 beasts of the earth and just drown it, you're not going to have sustaining breakthrough. you got to see it. The unrenewed mind is the 666 or the beast of Revelation. The woman who rides the scarlet beast is the unrenewed mind company. It is the members of the world who have unrenewed minds. And that's the vast majority because, I mean, how many people have renewed minds? If you have a renewed mind, you're a member of Revelation 19 company who rides white horses, which means your mind and the direction and the course of your life, white horse, is led by the Holy Spirit and zero the flesh. So the vast majority of people are a member of that woman who rides the scarlet beast. And it's a woman in both situations there because all humanity is married to a husband, either Lucifer or Jesus Christ. If you're controlled by the flesh, you're married to Satan. Even if your heart's saved and have fire insurance, and your mind's unrenewed, Satan still controls your life because the flesh is your leadership. You're led by your five physical senses, you're a follower of Satan. Truth anyhow, that's the scarlet beast of Revelation. Truth anyhow. If you're led by the Holy Ghost through your mind... Well, Jesus is your Lord. That's why He's the leader of Joel's army, Revelation 19, on the white horse, and an army of people riding white horses. So the entirety of ministry is to get people from following the flesh to following Jesus Christ and being controlled by the Holy Spirit, which is the rivers of living waters through our souls. (laughs) What controls your life? And until the Holy Spirit is beaming through your forehead in the joy of the glory, which is the evidence that your mind is saved, not just heart saved, time to get mind saved, because being mind saved is rare. I don't know if you've been around Christians very long, but being mentally saved and not just saved way deep, deep down inside my heart, and you're 24-7-365, 8-5, you know, business day realities and constant awareness of the glory of God drowning your mind, are you mentally saved? I mean, it's a completely different thing to be mentally saved instead of just spiritually saved. It's a completely different world. The Word of God separates the soul from spirit. It is written. Hebrews 4.12 According to Jesus Christ, it's a different world. In his world, his heart is Eden. In his world, his soul is Zion. They're different worlds, even in perfect heaven. (laughs) Truth anyhow. They're different worlds in your bodies. 
Your heart world and your soul world are different worlds. To be heart world saved, that's common. I mean, there's probably hundreds of millions of heart world saved Christians. Anyone who believes in Jesus. But the soul world saved Christians are the rarest gemstones on planet earth. Because that means the throne of Christ is beaming through their foreheads. When you get saved in your mind, you are aware of the throne of grace resting on your mind. That's what mental salvation is. Going from glory to glory and entering the glory and entering the joy is the awareness that this throne room, this mountain, this mansion is guided and directed by the very throne of God on earth as it is in heaven. That's riding the white horse. That's being controlled by the Holy Spirit. That's what true discipleship and following Jesus Christ actually is. It's very rare, but we must make that common. And I mean, all it's going to do is, everyone's going to have heaven on earth. This is the number one thing Satan has fought. Satan hasn't fought people getting born again as much as he's fought them growing after they're born again. I mean, millions and hundreds of millions of people know Jesus Christ is Savior. Hundreds of millions on the planet know that. But then all hell comes against you to not develop your spirit afterwards, which is the most critical and essential thing for the taking over of the world by our spirit life, which is the revealing of the glory of God. I can't believe that Christians don't understand that the takeover of the world, ask and I'll give the nations as your inheritance promise in the scripture like 25 times, <laughs> ask and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the glory of God. That's real Christianity. Welcome to real Christianity. It's all about the manifestation of our spirit life. Our spirit life should be seven blazing torches upon the seven mountains of the world so there's no scarlet beast riding on the mountains. Okay, This is the generation that takes the mountains. Mount Zion is rising as chief of all the mountains because it's the last day. It's the last day of the three last days. True story. Because finally, we'll get our spirit life strong enough to lead the whole world. The bride of Christ's spirit life has been anemic. We, we're hanging around... A lot of times, disciples and people that have really sacrificed their lives to serve Jesus, to serve God the best they can. And a lot of times, they're completely and utterly clueless when it comes to this stuff. And I'm talking about the cream of the crop of your charismatic churches. And, we, and they come out and hang around us, and it's like two-month-old nursery school stuff because the churches have kept them in such an incubator state. God needs to accelerate through your minds real open Eden, the whole earth is ours, paradise lifestyle, Jesus Christ, King of glory reality. Yeah, it's Our like, God is big. It's like they got saved out of the matrix and then just stayed in that egg thing that sucks life. It didn't move beyond. 
It's not so much that the knowledge is big. I mean, it's simplistic stuff. It's that our spirit life is in blazing glory, and the glory is so big. God only sees maturity never in what you know. Never. The Father doesn't see how mature you are in your knowledge. Not at all. The Father sees how mature you are and how much you glow with seven blazing torches through your spirit. Knowledge did not, does not produce love. Whereas when, <laughs> Knowledge puffs up. Knowledge, yeah, knowledge produces pride. Up. Whereas when you are glowing and you're that radiation, that, that is the conduit of the love of God. Like then you can actually touch someone or even just be around them and they have their own experience with the love of God because you're 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 the love of God right there affecting their atmosphere. So this is what God's doing. Getting people's spirit big. Getting into life and life more abundant. I mean, it really is the most important part of the Bible, the red letters of Jesus Christ. I heard the audible voice of God in my Mazda 929 my last semester of Bible college, and he said, call your ministry the Red Letter Ministry, and I'll bless this ministry because it's my ministry. That wasn't my idea. This whole thing is Jesus Christ's idea. This isn't my ministry. This has never been a ministry of flesh, and a ministry of brain. This is the ministry of heavenly Jerusalem of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you give your life fully to God, you don't care about your life. If he wants you to be a construction worker, you be a construction worker. You get out of the way. And let Jesus be Lord. He doesn't want everyone being in full-time ministry. He wants everyone to be in full-time possession. Riders of the white horse. And then you Get are with it. in full-time ministry. Because you're actually putting out perfect ministry when you're Truth doing yeah. your construction job or your waitressing job or whatever. <laughs> because you're actually... Everyone has a different destiny. Being the Lord. And all of your destinies are in the glory until your spirit life is in blazing glory through your minds, not just in the heart world, in the soul world. You will never understand anything we've ever ministered at Joel's Bar or Red Letter Ministries in history of this 11 years of the archives of 100,000 videos. It's all for your spirit. And you got to get it in your spirit. I mean... The father's like, just put it in the archives. The bride's not even ready for Red Letter Ministries. I look at our Facebook friends and the people trying to get it. Most of them don't even have a clue what we're talking about every day. They're not walking in this stuff. Very few are walking in glory beaming through their minds, entering the eternal joy of heavenly Jerusalem. I mean, it's like one out of a hundred of our viewers, and there's only 200, so it's like two people. <laughs> But there's grace to get your minds in this city. I'm telling you, once we get a few more minds in this city and sealed with Jesus Christ on your forehead, and you'll know because your face will be radiating joy all day long. I mean, and you'll have mental clarity like the bright morning star. I'm telling you, this is the entire purpose of your life, getting your mind out of the dirt realm ascending in glory, going from glory to glory, and it doesn't need to take 18 years like it took me. I'm telling you, this was a discipleship process of 18 years to get where I am. But when this great awakening hits, their minds will be right where I am instantaneously. Instantaneously. 
by great grace. Now, they'll develop the wisdom through years of experience and walking hand in hand with Jesus. All of that stuff will be... But that doesn't mean it has to take so long to get your mind renewed. You can have your mind in heavenly Jerusalem instantly. It's a doctrine of demons that just says, oh, it's going to take me forever. I, you know, I got into religion so bad. No. I don't care if you got into being, you know, Pope Francis's handmaiden. <laughs> if you are Jezebel's disciple, you can instantly, by the resurrection of the dead, be in heavenly Jerusalem with all your heart and mind. Yeah. The only reason why it's a process is because the sons of God aren't walking enough in enough glory. There's enough grace here to take an altar boy of the Vatican and turn him into a glorified son of God instantly. I'm telling you, you can grow up in heavenly Jerusalem and not have to grow up through the valleys of the shadow of death like I grew up in. Overcoming the world by the sons of God, was to pioneer the promised land so that everyone can grow up in the promised land. This generation in the great harvest, they'll grow up spiritually in the promised land. Their minds will be in heavenly Jerusalem. You won't have to war through all the death and hell like we have so much all these years. And that would be that's why it makes it easy for them. You know, you don't want it to be so hard for your kids. We work so hard as the mothers and fathers of faith, so it's easier for our kids to have heaven on earth. You get it? That's what we war for. So it's not excruciatingly hard and impossible. I can never have that kind of glory. I'll never have the constant signs and wonders. They'll just be born right into the promised land. That's what we're doing. Glory to God. Yeah, I have a <laughs> testimony from... Because I was talking to a friend last night, and I was telling her about my breakthrough, and, like, specific details, and this story, and that story, and she was think, she, you know, she was thinking, like, she's not going to get to have that because she's got to get repentant, she's got to get more renewed, but then that night, she experienced the very same breakthrough I experienced, was experiencing you know, over the past few weeks, um, and, <laughs> and, um, a similar experience today being, being that I, there was a point, like, when we first kind of discovered this, this extreme treasure of grace, and how increasingly fast it grows you, I was like, kind of tweaking out because of how fast the revelations were coming and how fast every, everything, things that I had never gotten ever since knowing Brandon, all of a sudden I just had in an instant. And she kind of ran into the same thing where she's just like, oh my God, this is so much, so quick, so fast. Oh my God, Grace. Like, like it's just crazy. It's Flexible like, grace. it's like not being flexible at all. And then being able to do the splits instantly just because of grace. Well, it's it's like these people that have tried to do it in their brain. Yeah. To no avail and total frustration for their whole lives like I've looked at them. And then, bam, grace hits them and it's just, oh, instantly breakthrough in that area where they could never, ever. Listen, you'll never get breakthrough in the tree of the knowledge of good. Information for your brain Christianity will never transform your soul. You'll never, it's impossible, zero, there's no chance. 
It's worthless. Throw it in the garbage. Grace instantly brings the breakthrough. Grace and the energy of Jesus Christ's throne beaming through your mind in perfect love and peace. That energy, boom! That's the Holy Spirit working grace of the blood covenant of Jesus Christ because our brains can't do it. He died at Brain Hill, Skull Hill. Golgotha means place of the skull. He died there, and the whole function of it, the whole purpose is because the brains can't do it. The old covenant was the attempt of human beings to try to do it by their flesh and their brains and their efforts. And it was a horrible covenant. A horrible covenant. The new covenant is you don't have to do it in the flesh of your brains. You have grace and truth through Jesus Christ. Now it's His energy that works mightily in your hearts and minds that does the new covenant. And you have infinite amounts of grace to get it and break through and get healed and get sanctified. This energy is for you to be successful. This energy is for you to be victorious in every area of your life. And you got to have a desire for it because when you have a desire for it, the grace is there to get it, to have victory. If you're still desiring, you know, lust and money, well, grace won't work. You'll keep sinning because you're desiring sin. But when that turns out to be death and you grow up and repent of your childhood folly, you'll realize that was all dumb stuff you're into anyway. I'm going to get into adult things now, eternal things, and become a man and woman of eternity in the throne of God. And the grace is there. You'll find this grace as pure energy so you have perfect victory in every area of your mind. And even if you don't like have that desire to change from sin, there's grace for you can ask for the desire to change and and the revelation like grace comes with the revelation that oh this doesn't actually satisfy oh the father actually satisfies it isn't like it is that forward going where you just ask grace to move your heart and to move your mind because it's only lies that keep you convinced that sin is going to satisfy um, and, and past experiences where you haven't gone to the depths in the bliss of Christ. Like, when you haven't had those experiences, you don't know. But once you have, like, I went to a very dark place, and the Lord told me to remember. Remember the bliss and the peace that I used to have with Him. I'm like, oh my God, I need to get back there. But it's because I had those experiences that I could even have have a little bit of shimmering light to fight with but like the thing about grace is you can actually ask grace to move your heart to want to change and then the light bulbs just start going off oh my god god and oh my god god and like god is satisfying and the love of like and then you get light bulbs about the love of god and how the father really wants your life to be and how he wants to fulfill your heart's desires and that he will down to the best tea there ever is <laughs> you know yeah the father is what this is about when your mind knows your father your father is a spirit oh god <laughs> and the mind really uh -huh. constantly receiving it's like lasers it really does it feels like 
lasers beaming through my mind all the time because I walk in the mind of Christ. I walk in the bright morning star. Uh It's throne room glory because when you're possessed of the Father in the soul, the Father is in His throne room. You know, and you're experiencing the energy of the throne of grace through your whole soul. And and the ever-increasing glory of the throne is the adventure of Christianity. And a lot of people haven't even started their adventure. And I pray today that floods of grace upon your hearts and minds would jumpstart your adventures and heal your paths of religion and rebellion and just so much grace so that your minds can hook into the mind of the Father. The bright morning star is the mind of the living God. Today I saw a vision of the bright morning star beaming through my mind and I don't think we understand the power of that light. That light is working through this whole world, the whole universe. It's hitting all stars, it's hitting all sands, and it's penetrating hearts and minds. And the hearts and minds is where Satan has put up the walls so that the bright morning star doesn't come in and influence the nations. But the bright morning star is so much greater than all the blockages that Satan has built up in hearts and minds by deception and lies. So it's only a matter of time before this radiance... This Shekinah fire of the bright morning star penetrates and pierces through all hearts and minds. Which means you'll have a sovereignty ruling and reigning of the sons of God who walk in the bright morning star. And the bright morning star is an ever-increasing glory. That's why it's written, shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day. The bright morning star is what came in us. And Peter, it says, until the morning star rises in your hearts. So... You have the seed of the morning star when you're born again, which is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the maker of angels. Morning star deals with the angelic realm of lights. Father of lights, bright morning star. Okay? Creator of angels. The angels are lights. Okay? (laughs) And so you're born of the angelic nature of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, He's the angel of the Lord. In the New Testament, He's the Messiah because He took on a body and sacrificed it on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. So that our bodies could be restored back to Him and become temples of the Holy Spirit. Welcome to the New Covenant. So you have that in you, born again. Now it's the growing of the ever-increasing glory of that light source, the glory, through our hearts. And then it rises through our hearts and beams through our minds. That's the renewing of the mind. That's why Satan has shut down the rising of the morning star or the renewal of the minds in all the Christians because once it gets to the place of bright morning star piercing through all hearts and minds. That's the sovereign rulership of the entire world. (laughs) It can't be resisted. And that's what will happen. That's what this ministry's been doing. That's what we've been in the process of doing as a group of people called the sons of God. The manifestation of the sons of God get into the bright morning star on the forefront of their minds and pierce through all hearts and minds in the world. Which means this lasers of the arc of might are going through your chest cavity and through your brains and influencing it. There's been an influence of fallen angels for thousands of years since the fall. That's the oldest thing in the book. They're all just influence for wickedness. What the new thing is that we bring about is the influence of righteousness piercing hearts and minds, bright morning star. And that is the rule and reign of Christ through His bride. 
And the pioneers who go ahead of the bride are like the 12 spies. We call them Joshua Caleb Spy Company. We so pioneer this realm that the whole bride can come into it and it's not as hard as it was for us since we pioneered it. There are so many giants in the land. When You know, it's like this Red Letter Ministries. We've had discipleship, certain disciples for so long and they get so big and strong and it's to spread out a foundation of heavenly Jerusalem through this ministry for the whole planet to be harvested, I tell you the truth. It's literally the government of God asks the Holy Spirit about it. And to get to such a place of maturity and Red Letter Ministries is Jesus Christ's ministry, I'm telling you. It isn't, I mean, a lot of people have envy and strife because they want a big successful ministry and all this stuff. But you got to understand, it's not about me. This was not on my idea. It's about Jesus Christ and the takeover of the world through the sons of God. So we get over ourselves and we just play the part of where we are in the army of the Lord. You got to do it because it's a commandment in the book of Joel that nobody breaks rank. And everybody has a different place and position in Joel's army. And when you realize and get over yourself and look at Jesus instead of yourself and get over that foolish, immature, sinful envy and strife, you actually become filled with joy, filled with love, filled with peace because you stop sinning and you play your part in the army of the Lord. And everyone needs to understand what their part is in the army of the Lord. And this bright morning star reality from the leadership of the entire body of Christ, the sons of God, will beam through your hearts and minds and put you in place in the entire army of the Lord, Joel's army, which will eventually be a one billion person army. Yeah, and that's actually like your, your destiny. When you're functioning in it, that's actually You'll the, be the, most happy. the most satisfying thing that you can do because it's like... And, and every, every piece of the mountain is needed in order for the mountain to exist, just like every part of the body is needed in order for the body to function. The finger isn't less important than the rest of the arm, you know? Um, and the thing is, is like, I've used this analogy a lot, where if you're built as a conduit to conduit something specific, if you're... If you're as in a teapot versus a gasoline canister. Like if a teapot tries to function as a gasoline canister, it's going to be completely frustrated. (laughs) But because our heads think that, oh, the gasoline canister is so much more fancy and gets to build fires and la 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 la, that's what I should be so that I can be Some of you are teapots, others are gasoline canisters. Um, it's called jars of clay. Teacups. Jars clay. of clay. And even How should we tell the Father what we want in us? It's His decision. We are not our own. We are bought with a price. Let the Father be your Lord of your entire body life. Stop fighting God the Father. Let Him do it through you. Great grace flood you and fill you. And you'll have the white horse underneath you, the Holy Ghost, guide you where he wants you in the world with all your heart and all your mind learn to serve Jesus Christ in contentment the envy and strife stuff is what keeps the body of Christ and the army and the uh, army of the Lord in such divisions they're all jealous of one another mm-hmm. the jealousy that we have to deal with at red letter ministry it's just like insanity it is so carnal and it just shows me that these people are so orphaned and they don't know Father God at all. 
Once you know the Father, you'll never be jealous or envious of another person. Because you'll know who you are. All of your identity will be in your Father and not in others. Well, you, you also just trust the Father to bring, like, to give you what you need to be happy and to place you in that place where you're best giving of the ministry and that it's he all wants in to glory through you yeah it's all in glory it's all in the great glory god told me today he's like get ready for the great glory we've been going from glory to glory for 18 years no doubt about it but i'm ready for the great glory this great glory is the total saturation of the physical realm in the shekinah of yahweh in the bright morning star light The encapsulation and the flooding of the glory light. I'm telling you, it's not just going to be inside the temples of the holy glory. We're bringing this thing into the natural realm, in the physical realm, and we're going to flood the beast. The flesh nature will be flooded in overwhelming glory this season. The great glory is what does that. And the great glory has been produced because of a constant spiritual development of going from glory to glory inside the obedient believers. The obedient believers. Because that's how you produce more glory. You hear the word, you receive it, it grows up into into your soul, and you believe it, and you experience the fruit of faith. And you're led by faith, not by sight. Because you hear the Word, and you believe the Word, and it changes your life. Mm. Walking by faith is going from glory to glory. So we always have greater faith. You will have to sacrifice the luxuries of seeing what's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's risky. God is only... Pleased by faith. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Well, to our natural eyes, He's invisible. So how are you going to please an invisible God? Certainly not naturally. You can only do it in your spirit. When that invisible realm becomes real to you, your spirit in the Holy Spirit, pleasing God the Father, who is an invisible God that we make seen through our faces... You gotta get that. The Holy Ghost is a faceless man. He just wants to wear your face like a mask. And and the Apostle Paul says the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. So a sure evidence that a person is possessed by the Holy Ghost is their faces are happy faces. They're full of joy and peace. They're not afraid of anything because the Holy Ghost is not afraid of anything. Therefore their souls are filled with the Holy Spirit. So a lot of people just reject the Holy Spirit from filling their soul because they're afraid. you got to get over that sin. You're rejecting the Holy Spirit from filling and flooding your soul, and that's why your faces aren't the faces of the Holy Spirit, and people can't see Jesus Christ in your life. They'll start to see Jesus Christ in your life when you let the Holy Ghost possess your soul. Your face is the front of your soul. You can easily tell everything that's in a person's soul by their face. Are they happy all the time? That person is possessed with the Holy Ghost. That is supernatural. That's not possible. 
unless they have a source that's outside this world. Unless they're temples of the Holy Ghost, they can't walk in that kind of bliss. It doesn't exist in this world. We need to demonstrate our world, the kingdom of heaven world, where all of that joy is. Otherwise, people will never want to be like us. Who would ever want to be like these Christians out there that are serious and, you know, legalistic about everything all the time? That looks like misery. God spare us from those people. And He has, by no one wanting to be like them. But when we demonstrate the joy of heavenly Jerusalem, because we've entered the joy with all our minds, and our faces are beaming with happiness, everyone will want what we got. And it's about time we demonstrate it in Jesus' name. Because I'm happy, happy. Glory. We love you guys. Partner with Brethren Ministries. It's a sacrificial offering of your natural realm every time you sow finances. It's a sacrifice. A financial offering is sacrificing your natural realm into the spirit realm, trusting that Jesus Christ has something better for you in the glory. That's what a sacrificial offering is. So sacrifice an offering and donate at redlettermin.com. Shabbat. <laughs> and see that he doesn't have something greater for you in the glory, Holy Spirit. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Happy. <laughs>